You're listening to the Mind Your Home Podcast. I'm your host, Mia Danielle, and I'm here to tell you that the number one thing you can optimize to give you more energy and happiness is your environment. If you're tired of the chaotic cycle and ready to feel energized at home with more simplicity, more energy, and less clutter, then welcome to the Mind Your Home Podcast. I want to talk to you about finding enough or your level of enough in minimalism or clutter-free living or whatever you like to call it, whatever level you're living at. You know, there's a whole spectrum of lifestyles in between drowning in clutter and living out of a backpack. And for the majority of people, neither of those polar opposites is going to sound appealing. So how do you find your own personal good balance within minimalism? When is it enough? So let's start off by making something super clear, something I say all the time. There is no one size fits all. There's no quick and fast rule. There's no item number that you need to have or a certain number of clothes you need to own inside of your capsule wardrobe. None of that. There are no rules. Each person is able to experience their own version of minimalism or clutter-free living to whatever extent fits their lifestyle the best. So yes, there are many thought leaders out there who will share what they've done and what's worked for them. And you can take that with a grain of salt. Some things may work for some people. Some things may not work for other people. And I am very open when I share the things that I do inside of my own home and life to, to be sure that you know that that may or may not be exactly what works for you. What does work is the rinsed and repeated systems. So just so that we're all on the same page, there is no specific color palette, item count, wardrobe style, or home decor that will make you any more or less of a clutter-free person. So given that there's no right way and that you have to determine these things on your own, I could see how it could be confusing and even overwhelming finding your own balance with minimalist living. So let me tell you the symptoms of living a balanced clutter-free life. And maybe you can tell by the symptoms if you need to be going a little bit further in order to get to your balance space or if you're right where you need to be. So here are a few key indicators. Number one, you know where all of your belongings are. If I asked you where the toenail clippers, you'd be able to go right to them because you know exactly where everything in your home is located. Symptom number two is that everything has a home. So if if somebody handed you one random item from your house, you could tell them, hey, that belongs right here in this side of this drawer and, you know, in this box, you know exactly where everything belongs because it all has its specific home. Not to say that each specific item has a separate home, but that it has a home, even if that home is shared with other things. You have solid boundaries throughout your home that are not regularly breached. Now, yes, we all occasionally will leave our clothes on the floor or leave a dish on the counter. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm just saying in general, things do have their boundaries of of areas where they're supposed to go. And you usually don't see those things being relocated to various spaces because they don't really have a home. So for the most part, the things that have homes are usually in those homes and you're boundaries and limits that you've set for yourself aren't generally being breached. Your items are either regularly used or regularly appreciated. Maybe it's a piece of art or a decor item that you really love. Doesn't necessarily mean that you're using it. Everything doesn't have to be functional. Sometimes it's functionality is that it is appreciated. So either you are regularly using or regularly appreciating everything that you own. 
And here's the big one, because here's what the core of what it's always been for me as creating a supportive space is that you could take downtime for days or even a week and your entire home would not fall apart. That is proof that you have a system and that you don't have so many things that there's just no way for them to be managed unless you're constantly on top of them. So if any of these is not you, then you're going to want to listen up because I'm going to share how you get to that point. The big one is experimenting. You have to be comfortable with experimenting, okay? Great things have been accomplished throughout our history through experimenting. Scientific renovations, medicines, technology, everything that we enjoy today. In fact, I would go so far as to say that if anything great has ever happened on the first try, it was probably a fluke. So this requires trying a variety of new things and then evaluating what works and tweaking what didn't work. It's the same experimental process scientific process, whatever you want to call it, that has worked for everything else in all of history. You try something, you keep what works, you discard what doesn't work, you tweak it, and then you move forward and try again. Living in cycles and repeating the same thing over and over again, even when it's not working, is not experimenting. And that does not lead to growth. And that will not lead to you finding any kind of happy, holistic, supportive space. And that's not to say that you arrive at minimalism, because it's always changing. We're always changing. Our needs are constantly changing. So the things that you need today that are really the perfect balance for you today are probably not going to be the same things that are a perfect balance for you a month from now, and most certainly not a year from now. So you have to constantly really be okay with experimenting, with trying new things and with reevaluating over and over and over again, just as a part and a process of life. That living in cycles, that's what it looks like when you're operating in keep up mode and decluttering in cycles over and over again. So instead of keeping up with the dishes that have been spilling down the counter and are always never ending because the dishwasher is always full and the sink is always full and there are dishes everywhere, Try parsing them down. Try something different. Change a factor, right? Change the number of glasses that you have to where everybody only has two glasses that they can choose from every day and that's it. You know, make some kind of a change. See how that works. See how it feels. Maybe it works for you. Maybe it doesn't. But you can experiment with it. And then if it does work, then that's great. Maybe you try it again somewhere else. And if it doesn't, then you've learned you can tweak it and try something different. What I found works great for me, for example, is that I only keep enough dishes as far as like flatware, dinnerware, and glasses, not the cooking stuff, but just the the dinnerware. I only keep enough to fit in one load in the dishwasher. And it's actually more than you think. If you try it out, you can row, row up the plates, you know, row up the bowls, row up the glasses on the sides of the top. And that's how many dishes we keep is enough to fit in one load in the dishwasher. That way, you know, even if we have pots and pans and stuff, there is a limit to how many dishes can fill up our sink. You gotta find what balance works for you. Maybe that works for you, maybe not. Maybe you need to parse down even further. Maybe you're comfortable with just keeping two plates per person. You set whatever experiments you wanna attempt. In all things though, experimenting is required for growth. And growth is almost always uncomfortable. You've heard of growing pains, right? It's almost always uncomfortable. So that means you're going to feel a little uncomfortable or a little out of your element, especially if you've never tried anything like that before. If you've never tried to declutter before, never tried to minimize your belongings, if you've always just had what you had and you're used to having a lot of clutter, it's gonna feel a little weird going through that process. And that's totally normal. It should feel weird. 
The second thing to do is to focus internally instead of externally. I would say this is the biggest mistake that I see newcomers into clutter-free living or minimalism do is they don't really know how to do it themselves yet. I did this too. Um, so they, they try to duplicate what somebody else is doing or they worry about how many belongings somebody else has and their focus is really external on what's going on out here instead of internal. And when you're not looking internally, it's really hard to connect to your own personal intuition and comfort level and, and find that balance because the balance really is going to be an internal thing. It's like a thermometer that's inside. So you can't tell what the temperature is out here when the thermometer is in here. It also opens you up to guilt and negativity when you're not where you think that they are and you feel like you're not as far as somebody else, you know, that whole comparison trap. So just that negativity and and not feeling good enough never helps anybody to get anywhere. It just keeps you stuck, keeps you from taking action because feeling down about ourselves drains all of our energy and then you don't have any energy to go out there and do the things you need to do to make change. Not to mention, you're never going to see any changes inside of your own space and inside of your own life looking at somebody else take action, right? You have to take the action yourself in order to actually get any results. Now, of course, that's not to say that you can't gain inspiration and ideas from other people. I do this all the time. I think it's a great way to get fresh perspective in. But once you've gathered the ideas that you need and the new tips that you need, then it's time to go back to focusing internally while you implement that. The third thing that'll help you find that balance is to remove any temptations. So while you're working in here, trying to get everything decluttered and trying to find that right balance and you know maybe you're getting things looking good, don't forget to keep an eye on your six and make sure that new stuff isn't following you back in. So I did another video that's called How to Stop Bringing in So Much Clutter where I share my Stop the Shop triad. You can check that out right here in this card. But you do, you wanna keep an eye on your six because it's not gonna do any good if you're just constantly spinning your wheels, getting the clutter out while new clutter is just following you back in. And the fourth thing to consider in finding your balance, finding your level of enough in minimalism or in clutter-free living or just with your belongings at home in general is to stretch yourself. Because of course, change and growth are not possible without stretching. This is true for your physical body, but it's also true for finding that balance in your home. Here's an example of practicing stretching, okay? Whenever you discard a category of items, discard one more. Whenever you think you're done, discard one more. I've used this in grocery shopping before. Whenever I feel like we're buying too much excess or we're being wasteful or we're spending too much, we'll get a grocery full of stuff and on our way to the checkout, I'll pick two things to go back. I mean, it's just the method of stretching yourself when you think you're done to do one more or do two more. What you'll find is as you start to migrate toward a more minimalist life, is that it becomes easier and easier and that you want to do more and more. So you don't have to really overstretch yourself at first because you're gonna naturally get there as long as you're taking those baby stretches. It's just like when you're stretching your legs, right? Stretching your hamstrings, touching your toes. You don't have to go all the way to the ground the first time, but the more and the more you do it, eventually you're going to make your way to putting your hands on the ground. So stretching yourself like that and, and this way is true as well. Just try a little bit, just try to stretch yourself in one area and then you'll find it easier to do it in another area of your home or a different category of belongings and work your way up from there. All I can say is when you're truly living with enough, 
You're in harmony with yourself. You're in harmony with your space. I have tons of resources right here. Be sure to subscribe to the channel if you haven't already and turn on notifications. I also have a clutter-free starter kit that you can grab down in the description. And I have a totally free masterclass to walk you through my holistic clutter-free formula. So there are numerous resources out there for you. And I can tell you that this is definitely a lifestyle adjustment moving from living a cluttered life to living a more clutter-free life, but it's definitely worth it. I'll catch you next week.